This is how I felt last week. I like forgot that we were doing it and then I was like, what is it? Hi, Erica. Oh, you were Hi, talking Lizzie. during it. Oh my god, we have to do it again. Oh, Hi, Erica. No, no. <laughs> I'm quiet. Okay. Scene. Hi, Erica. Hi, Lindsay. What's up? How you doing? I'm doing great. How about you? Oh, I'm doing great. Erica, what are we? What is this? What are we doing here? Skype date on Valentine's. Yeah, I guess it is Valentine's Day. Well, honestly, also, this is a... no. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't know why I'm so tired all of a sudden. I'm just sleepy. Um, it's okay. But this is, I would, I don't know, this is a good way to be spending Valentine's Day, if I'm going to be honest. It is. We've got milkshakes. We've got friendship. We've got spooky paranormal shit, because guess what? This is our podcast called Just Might Exist, and that's what it's about. And what else do you need? Milkshakes and friendship and paranormal stuff. Think on Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Those are all at the bottom. Yes. Erica, do you want to guess what we're talking about today? I do not know what we're talking about. All right. Well, I we're talking. We're the... No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you finish. You're going to say a joke. No, I was going to say, I think we're saving the big boys, our favorite boys, for like special episodes. Yes. We have so to wait till we guess... have an audience because we don't want to bury those under a bushel basket, you know? But we should reward our 12 listeners. They we all... love them. We do. We love all of them. Especially Kira. This is, no. Again. Especially no. Max. Oh, join, especially Max. Let Max join. Okay. Shout out. This episode goes out to Max. Everybody else, stop listening unless you're Max. So today, we're talking about... <laughs> I'm so I'm just... We're talking about the fat snake. Um... What? <laughs> called that's not what it's called but so i was first it's a japanese creature i just want to call it the fat snake because i don't want to say its name in japanese wrong but say it once okay i'm gonna say it how i tried really hard to this is what i could find suchinuku suchinuko okay um i was first introduced to this uh cryptid from a tumblr post by when Whatever the screenshot that I found was posted, their username was Pukicho. Um, okay. It could have changed by now. Tumblr, you y'all know how it works. Um, it re- it reads like as the following: North America got the massive Sasquatch, Mexico got the dreaded Chupacabra, Japan got Fat Snake. <laughs> and every time I see that, I was I always have to Google Fat Snake, and every time I Google it, I'm always surprised because I always forget what it is, and I love him, and he's very good. I'm. Very glad you don't get bad results when you Google that. I have safe search on, Erica, unlike you heathen. I look um, like dangerously because I'm a chemist. So anyway, back to the fat snake. <laughs> like I said, Suchinuko. In other parts of Japan, he has other names. Bachi heavy. I don't speak Japanese. I understand that there's more nuance to the vowels than that, but this is what we're. This is what you're going to get. Do you want to see a picture of him? Yes. Okay. Fat snake. <gasps> 
Oh my god. Oh my god, I love it. That is the fattest snake I've ever seen. He's it's so... just a snake, but wide. Yes, it is wide. He is the wide snake. <laughs> I love fat snakes. I want so, one. They're little, so you could keep one. Okay, Wait, so can the it other... fly? No, it cannot fly. It launches itself? Oh, I will get into it. Don't worry. <gasps> I have so much information on the fat snake. The Suchinuko, or Bachihebi, or fat snake, as he will likely be referred to as for most of this. Um, he is a snake-like creature in Japanese folklore. He's like a mythological character. He was first described in the Kajiki, which is a chronicle of myths, oral traditions, and historical accounts related to the creation of the Japanese islands and the royal Japanese genealogies. It must have been the first emperor. I believe it's it. truly it's king of my heart. And the Kajiki is the oldest surviving Japanese book, and it dates back to 712 AD. And I tried really hard to find the piece in the book where they talk about Fat Snake, but I couldn't. You'll have to take my word for it. And I also... Accept your word. Okay, good, because every single place said that they talked about it, so... I also read in one source that it said it was the god of the pastures, but I couldn't find that in the Kajiki, and I couldn't find that mentioned anywhere else. God of the pastures in my heart, in mythology, maybe not. Oh, his name also translates to Hammer Son, or Child of the Hammer, or Child of the Dirt. <laughs> So, dirt boy. <laughs> dirt boy or fat snake. Uh, to be a child of the dirt. Oh my god, this sounds so fun. Physical description. Erica saw a picture of fat snake. Um, but uh, it is described as being 30 to 80 centimeters long, which is between one and three feet, just about. So, approximately max of one yard long. And either... <laughs> Podcasts are not a visual medium. They can't see you doing that. <laughs> I know, but you can. That's the important uh, part. You are correct. So they're either all black, like everything, like insides, tongue, eyes, all black, or yeah. like mottled black to blend in with their environment. Okay. Um, and some accounts also give it a bright orange belly and horns above its eyes. So just a very fun loving black and orange fat snake. I love um, it. <laughs> I have written down. I love it already. Thank you. I wrote down the snake is girthy <laughs> in quotes. <laughs> Its middle section being much thicker than its head or tail, uh, and I had to stop myself from typing thick with two C's, but this boy is thick with two C's. Um, I'm sure it's not, like, three or four. Four, five, six. You just hold down the C key until you feel, until the spirit moves you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and a couple of places said that it has four little feet and scurries around like an overweight lizard. That's a direct quote. That's I know. getting out of bed every morning. <laughs> <laughs> Everything about this boy is so good. <laughs> Um, it is also thought to have viper-like fangs and can spit deadly venom. Even still, the Suchi, oh my god, Suchinoko, uh, it is rather docile, choosing to, you know, run away rather than spit venom at them, which is nice because he's just a little friend. He should be our lab mascot. I support it. I mean, Florida's already cursed, so. He would bring some much needed, yeah, much needed peace to Florida. Mm -hmm. Everybody would just look at Fat Snake and be at peace. Exactly. Um, so it also moves in very interesting ways. So instead of like how snakes go like side to side, because that's how they move their spine and go forward. Mm-hmm. He moves in a straight line because he's got, he has four little feet, but then I also read somewhere that, yeah, it like moves its spine up and down. It's like an inchworm. Yeah. But like much faster, like more snake-like than that. But. Oh, I was going to say like a footworm. No, that's disgusting. A, a yardworm? Like a foot long instead of an inch long. Okay. Yes. Thank you. (laughs) 
So it moves in a straight line and it moves its spine up and down rather than side to side like a regular snake. It also can jump three feet in the air and then do a double jump like fucking Mario. Yes. <laughs> Which is insanely high. And if it needs to go down a hill, grabs onto its tail and just rolls, baby. That's snake. why that picture. Oh, my God. Yeah. Original Ouroboros. So in within the Japanese folklore, he is a creature known as a yokai, which is like trickster creatures and gods and whatever. Everything you say makes the snake better. I know the snake is so good. And like other yokai, the Tsuchinoko likes to drink and it will lie to you. And the only way to get it on your good side is to give it alcohol, which I is relatable. Yeah. I can, I can get it some 200 proof ethanol. No, we don't want to kill it. Just a little bit. That's a hundred. No. It's a trickster spirit. It's not going to kill it. You don't know that. Whatever. You can mix it in with things and then it'll be really dilute. Really like dilute. drop here or there. I'll let you do that. You can get the fat snake on your bad side and I will calm him with sake. Stop. and so mean. <laughs> he can also make a variety of noises uh, ranging from squeals to chirps. And sometimes, you know, it can speak Japanese in like the local dialects. So it can like have a conversation with you, which I think is very cool. I have to learn Japanese now. I know. Fat Snake is very smart. So the other cool thing about Fat Snake is there are so many sightings, like an insane number of sightings. So he's definitely real. Yes. So there's sightings. All of the ones that I found are in Mikata and Hyogo, um, which is a or Mikata is like a, I think it's a city within the prefecture, which is just like a state or whatever. Um, And it's where Kobe Japan is, and it's between the Kyoto Prefecture and Okayama. It's relatively central. It has the highest concentration of fat snake sightings because, here we go, found it. The former mayor in 1989 had a, <laughs> offered a reward of 330 square meters, which is like not even one-tenth of an acre, to anybody who could capture the dirt child. A pretty low price for such a gem. I know. I think fat snake is worth it more. So much more than 330 square meters. I could literally list these for ages, but I'm going to list four or five that have some good quotes. So in June 1994, a 73-year-old, all these names are Japanese, so I apologize in advance, Kazuaki Noda was cutting the grass with his wife when they came across a huge snake with a thick body like a beer bottle and the head described as being like that of a tortoise. Fun fellow. Um on May 8th of the year 2000, a 90-year-old farmer, Suji, Sujie Tanaka, uh, was out looking for bamboo shoots when she happened across two metallic-colored snakes, which she described as having tails like rats. So skinny tails. Okay. Skinny tails. Um, Thick boys. Oh, this one is very good. I like this. Uh, there was another sighting in June of 2000 where an 82-year-old Mitsuko Arima saw a Tsuchinoko swimming along the river. She described its eyes as being its most striking feature, saying the following. I can still see the eyes now. They were big and round, and it looked as if they were floating on the water. I was surprised. I just pointed at it and asked, Who are you? Who are you? It didn't answer me. It just stared. It had a round face and didn't take its eyes off of me. I've lived over 80 years, but I've never seen anything like that in my life. Um, That's amazing and here's a very fun uh another sighting and a capture of a live one (gasps) i know 
So this is a an article from Japan Times by Kenzo Moriguchi. Wait, right here. Uh, 2001. Alive, Tsuchinoko was captured in Mikata on June 6, 2001. At the time of this article, he was being displayed in a plastic tank within the town's tourist association building, which is a little sad, but he was planned to be moved to like an enclosure behind the souvenir shop and was would be considered for a DNA analysis, which would not harm him. I checked. Good. Once his condition stabilized, he was described as looking a little tired from being on display. The local government official, Toshikazu Miyawaki, believed the creature to be a real Tsuchinoko. He was quoted as saying, when the creature was brought to the town hall, its body was really thick and short, and several people did hear it squeak. A woman from the town's Niiya, N-I-I-Y-A district, said, Wow, it is very black, even its tongue. I have never seen a snake like this. It is more like a dinosaur. And he had also grown from 70 centimeters on June 6th to over one meter 10 days later when the article was written. And there's like, I could That's go on four. Foot. Is it? Yeah, I yeah, guess. 30 centimeters is almost a foot. He's growing. And yeah, there's been... A bunch of reported sightings and like finding remains especially after the second world war for some reason and our lovely fat snake has also been featured in some video games three metal gear solid games i don't do you play that does that mean anything to you i have heard of it okay three different ones and the pokemon dunsparce oh yeah i know what that one is hold on hold okay on. i have pokemon i have caught one on pokemon go Fine. Um, in the Japanese games, his name, Nokochi, um, it's an anagram of Tsuchinoko. No, it's not. Hold on. An anagram probably in Japanese. Probably. Yeah, I'm... Okay. I, I mean, it <laughs> makes sense because a lot of Pokemon games do that, but now that I'm looking at it, there's some letters missing. But it's probably an issue with the English translation. Can you see the boy? Oh, what a good fellow. Hello. Is that so cute? Aw. Yeah. Yeah. Side view. Ooh thick there are some possible explanations which again are boring some the the prevailing one is it's a snake that just ate because like they digest their thing whole so they've got a big you know lump um but it doesn't it doesn't explain them moving in a straight line instead of back to back or the little feet or squeaking i don't think snakes make any noise besides a hiss it could also be an undiscovered species of snake which is likely a pit viper um because they've got like the horns above their eyes and they can spit venom. And also, I guess they're found near water. A lot of the sightings happened, like, near a lake or, like, in a riverbed. Um, and I guess there are, like, semi-aquatic pit vipers. But it doesn't explain them jumping or, you know, moving in a straight line, having little feet. Another one is it was a misidentification of the blue-tongued skink, which is apparently a popular pet lizard in Japan. They're cute. They're like little lizards. But they're a lot smaller than Tsuchinokos are reported to be. That's what I have on the fat snake. Lovely gentleman. What do you think of him? I love him. Me very too. Much. Um, I wonder if there are a lot of remains found after World War II because of the war. The U.S. like firebombed the shit out of Japan everywhere. So yeah. So that could it, have done a lot of damage. Because, you know, after we bombed them, a lot of the the like Tsuchinokos territory would probably be destroyed so now they're just like trying to find new spots yeah plus like we had nuclear bombs i may be in a class about the f elements right now but that doesn't mean i know how far like the radiation spread i don't know if it got in water supplies oh it definitely did i'm yeah i know but i don't know how far it would have gone that's what i'm saying so like i'm certain i will learn about it later this semester but also 
we will United States. We will report back. Yeah, we'll report about. back in like nine weeks or something by the time I'm done. But yeah, I feel like I don't know. Fat snake could definitely be real. I know that. I feel like a lot of creatures from folklore are based in some sort of truth. Right. And, like, I'm a little disappointed that they had the fat snake in the tourist center and didn't take pictures. I, to be fair, this was, I think it was originally a print article and then they posted it online because it was from 2001. Oh, So there could have been pictures with it. They also, I couldn't find, like, a secondary report of did fat snake chill out and were they able to get it tested? Was he successfully moved? Because it's possible it could have been under a lot of stress. Mm-hmm. And then that snake might have died, which is sad. I don't like the end to that story. That I snake know. escaped and it's thriving. I believe that 100%. That's what I want to believe. Oh, I also saw that they... I don't know if it was tours to go try to find Fat Snake in Japan, or if like you went to the right city, they would take you on an expedition. But I think once we set up... I don't know. If we make money off this, Eric and I are going to go to Japan and find the Fat Snake. Let's set up a GoFundMe. We should go. Yes. We will find the fat snake and we'll take, we'll at least take a picture. One maybe picture. T- maybe bring him home. We can't do that. We'd be so sad and lonely. What if we brought two home? We'd have to bring four so that we could each have two. Okay, that make, that's fine. We can do that. And we'd have to figure out what it eats other than alcohol. Yeah, it's probably alcohol and like mice. Are there any little critters, little rodents? Should we end the podcast? I guess. I don't know. I could talk about fat snake for days. I want to think about fat snake forever now. I'll do one more sighting because there's one I didn't read. Yay! Okay, we'll close it off on this. Uh, in May of 2000, a farmer saw a snake-like creature with the face like a famous Japanese cartoon cat. They didn't name the cat, but one of the famous ones. <laughs> he saw the creature make its way across his field in Makata, the same spot where all the other sightings were. Um, he apparently injured it with a farming implement. Be- no. I mean, he-, he thought it was a snake. I can understand it. I understand um, but, it, but I don't have to like it. That's true. He entered it with a farming implement, but it escaped into a nearby stream. Um, a few days later, a 72-year-old woman found the snake's body lying by the side of the stream, and she buried it. Later, she realized how important the find might be, and upon digging up the body, sent it to the Kawasaki University of Medical Welfare for examination. There was no follow-up to the story again. Can you just, like, send... A body to a university without like I don't know if she gave them notice or like dropped it off herself but if I just got like some dead animal remains in the mail I would throw it out <laughs> if it works anything like our university it all gets sent to a central shipping room so the person who it got shipped to would be like why does this smell like rotting flesh and would probably throw it away from what I'm assuming because why would anyone send something that's like rotten and gross yeah so i mean it just yeah it says sent it to she might have known somebody there or she might have took it there herself but or like messaged them i guess yeah there was no follow-up to see if anybody got it and what they described it as being you know don't just send please do not send animal remains to your local (laughs) university (laughs) i don't know maybe some like bio labs like it i don't i think just like random yeah that's not great but anyway, so that is the Suchinoko or Bachi Heavy or Dirt Child or Hammer Child or Fat Snake. Thank you, Lindsay. I love Thanks. that. I'm glad you did. I love him too. Oh, I should cite my sources. Um, yes, please. So 
there i have four main ones so town touting mythical snake find is rare creature a real cash cow uh, from the japan times written by kenzo moriguchi everything you need to know about the suchinoko the creepiest animal you've never heard of from thoughtcatalog.com by chrissy stockton uh suchinoko the mysterious mythological snake from happyserpent.com which is like a legit snake like handling site um yeah. I know. The author was Jesse, no last name. And then The Mysterious Suchinoko of Japan from Mysterious Universe by Brent Swanser. Yeah, I also like that you use JSTOR, like a real person. <laughs> like, suchinoko.biz, oh, I found it. Oh, you mean for mine last week? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that one wasn't about... Okay, so it wasn't technically about the Lake Manitou monster. It was about, like... Oh, the controversy surrounding it and this one newspaper editor. And it was probably saying a lot of other stuff, but I really only cared about the monster part. That makes sense. So I didn't read the rest of it. How am I supposed to not use peer-reviewed research? That's my life now. Just kidding. Nerd. I'll probably never find another one. I bet when we do Mothman, we can find some pretty good peer-reviewed we articles. probably can. All right. I can't wait to do Mothman. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've decided that our Mothman episode... We need to go to the Mothman convention yes. in West Virginia and then do it. Like, recap of the convention and also Mothman. Want to make our dreams come true? Pay us to go to Mothman Festival. Venmo me. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you so much for listening to me talk about the Fat Snake. Thank you for telling me about the Fat oh Snake. Yeah, so you guys can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr at Just Might Exist. Um, I might start posting on Twitter or I'll just like take it out. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, if you have any fun cryptid stories, you can email justmightexistpodcast at gmail.com and submit them there or through asks on Tumblr. I also have a Google forum in the link tree in our Instagram bio to submit it through there. So there's really no excuse to not do one. Please send us pictures of specifically the fat snakes we talked about in this episode. Yeah. Have you seen the fat snake? Do we have a listener in Japan for some reason? <laughs> that would be Please. cool. But yeah, thanks for listening. We're on. I can give a definitive list of the platforms we're on now. Anchor FM, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, and Radio Public. Uh, wow. So yeah, literally find us anywhere you find other quality podcasts. But yeah, Erica, what's the cryptid of the week? Cryptid of the week. I'm trying to think of a really good one. Cryptid of the week, Aruba with a knife. All right. First of all. Oh my god, that's a chainsaw. That's a it's, chainsaw. It's Doomba. Doomba. Um, <laughs> that one. I like that one. This is also pretty good. This one's a gun. <laughs> Aruba with a gun. No. Oh.